No drain team up defeat on Geektastic Cypher tonight. So that'll about wrap it up for this show. Uh, this has been VST, your best and worst in rock and roll, country, punk, and metal. I've been Andrew, who doesn't normally host, but I am today. If you want to catch my show, you can listen to it on Sunday. Great explosives from 4 to 6. And uh, that pretty much covers everything. So take care of each other and party on, I think is what Angelica says at the end of the show. And uh, yeah, yeah, that should be... Uh, that should be all the things that you need. So, here's the community calendar. Keep it locked. CJLO, 1690 AM. Hi, this is Remy from At The Movies with Iconic Sounds, and you're listening to CJLO, 1690 AM here in Montreal. Hello, this is Real for the CJLO Community Calendar for the week of Monday, November 20 to Sunday, November 26, 2017. Come get your 15 minutes of fame at Reggie's last open mic of the year this Wednesday, November 22nd. Whether you want to sing your heart out, make people laugh, dazzle fellow students with magic tricks, or even jam with other artists at the end of the show, all students are welcome to take the stage. There is a sign-up sheet that will be up until the beginning of the show at 8 p.m. on Wednesday, November 22nd. Please sign up early to get your desired spot. Mics are provided, but please provide your own instruments if you are a musician. For more information, please visit Reggie's Bar's events page on Facebook. DevBlock and the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees present to you Block Hacks, the first hackathon in Montreal focused mainly on hacking social causes. Technology can have a great impact on fixing and improving solutions to disasters and social problems. As a programmer, designer, analyst, or any kind of professional, aspiring or otherwise, you can use your skills for good. Block Hacks will be happening on Saturday, November 25th. It is free and everyone is welcome to participate. Registration is required and you may register as an individual or in a team of three to six people. For registration and more information, please visit blockhacks.com. That is B-L-O-C hacks.com. Come get your autumn vibes at Casa del Popolo with a chamber pop folk of Vancouver native Jordan Klassen and the moody pop of local artist San James presented by Indie Montreal. The show will be happening on Wednesday, November 22nd at Casa del Popolo. Doors are at 8.30pm and show is at 9.30pm. Tickets are $10 in advance, $12 at the door. For more information, please check the Facebook event page by searching for Jordan Klassen, San James, Montreal in the search bar. And that's all for the CJLO community calendar for the week of Monday, November 20 to Sunday, November 26, 2017. If you would like to reach out to us with cool events, you can do so by emailing us at calendar at cjlo.com. Peace out. Have fun. Yo, what's up, everybody? We are on air, Geektastic <laughs> How's everybody doing? We are good. What up? So uh, this week, we are not doing a... Uh, we usually do a uh, DTD, but we are not doing a DTD today because we're going straight into the action. This episode is dedicated to the Punisher... Punisher. And Justice, Justice League. League. If you didn't see them, too bad. Yeah, we're not holding back, guys. This Spoiling is gonna be, all the things. Yeah, this is going to be pretty hectic, pretty crazy. We're going to be going over both shows, uh, well, both movie and show. Doc Holliday, uh, Young Sweatpants, and Toby. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so hopefully you guys are tuned in, locked in, and ready to go. This is uh, Geektastic Cypher here on CJLO. Uh, so first off, we're going to start you guys right off the bat. Um, we're going to be talking about The Punisher. Yeah. Um, it was a 13-episode run on Netflix, um, which was back to form, right? Because usually, I mean, Defenders was 8, but yeah. usually they do 13. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, uh, yeah, is pretty crazy. A lot of stuff happens. A lot of stuff happens. Um so I'll give you just a quick rundown of the kind of opening to what, where we are. We find the Punisher is uh, finishing off the last of the cartel and the uh, mob and the bikers that he was going after. Yep. Um, I kind of wish they had built the first season on seeing that stuff. Oh. This w- the season was good, mm. but I, I wouldn't have picked minded. Up right after uh, Daredevil 2, right? Sorry? It picked up right after Daredevil 2. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I wouldn't have minded that con- continuation of the from what happens after Daredevil mm. and him hunting cuz i feel like that would have been some true punisher style stuff you know where he's like hunting and like taking down cartels and like that one sniper shot from like a, 2 miles away or something crazy mm. that like, was amazing yeah all that opening stuff was just like yeah we're going back to punisher like marvel knights punisher like the dude who swears and cracks skulls and yeah and then uh and then funny enough we kind of go into a point where it's just like pete cascaliano he works at a job <laughs> well the thing is yeah i love it i love that i know it was good I love that. it, it was, was good but, i liked uh, it a lot it's kind of like the ending of dexter where dexter goes to work uh after he's done killing people he's yeah. to a life of just working as a regular like uh what's it called, construction worker yeah yeah, um, I feel like that's a common theme of just like the anti-heroes just kind of fade into the public. I don't see why he went and burned his uh yeah his vest. That's kind of stupid. Like, <laughs> why'd you do that? I mean, you don't think you're ever gonna do that again? Yeah. Like, okay. he, he thought it was over. Yeah, yeah that was the dream. Did. He didn't think it was over. Sure, that was the dream. Uh, but unfortunately, here's the thing about what you said about like you wanted to see the whole sort of what we've seen in the both movies for the Punisher. Yeah. So going after mobsters, right? Yeah. You can't do that for 13 episodes. But, I, but here's the thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I get, that's that fair. It does run a little dry, and we have seen, we know the Punisher story at this point. I feel like this we do take on that. That's the thing. One, I, one of the, the big things that uh, I've realized recently when talking to friends that don't watch this stuff is that they're always just like, yeah, but I didn't know that. And they say that to me a lot. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we're geeks. And we know a lot of background about these I characters. I make sure to explain to most people that are watching these things with me. But um, I find, I mean, you, you can't really have Punisher killing people for 13 episodes. I know. That's right. No, be, you're right. It'd be madness. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> and and when you still like that. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. and uh, Exactly. A character like that. And after with this episode, when you see how he exactly goes about fighting people yeah. which is not blocking yeah. <laughs> you understand yeah. that a man cannot do that for 13 episodes yeah. and live it'd be a very short run yeah he I've, I've never seen someone get shot by so many high caliber wow, bullets yeah see so that was one of the things that skinny brought up when we were talking about it and my girl also said it to me she asked me is punisher's power the ability to just take a bullet because homie takes a bullet after bullet after bullet stabbing after arrow after like it doesn't even it doesn't even make sense ever bleeding arrow yeah (laughs) and like I was just trying to catch, I was literally just watching episode 11, yeah. 40 minutes of it, and my girlfriend said the exact same thing. 
She's like, he's a superhero. I'm like, no, he doesn't have any power. She's like, yeah, but no normal human being can still get up and walk after all the beating he's taken. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing about the character. You're just like, I guess, like, suspension of disbelief. You got to just accept that, like, we're writing a story about a man who can take, like, a punch to the face, a shot, um, a stabbing, and all that stuff. And he just keeps on going. Energizer yeah. Bunny style. He just takes a lick and keeps on ticking. And he does it for the most part of the show. Um, and also just the idea of like, in my head, I'm like the, the amount of like violence and like injuries he puts on himself in combat, like just punching that many people with your fists. I feel like you're going to have to, you're going to break some bones in your hand. (laughs) Man, boxes break their hands and gloves. Yeah. And walk around. (laughs) Meanwhile, this dude is just like, like punching stuff, shooting stuff. Like, anyways, I mean, man, Marines. Yeah. 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 Special op Marines. This is the closest to a Punisher. Have you guys ever read the Punisher Max series? No, no, no that's the thing. I, 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 oh. I haven't had a chance. This is exactly the Punisher Max series. Exactly oh, as gory. Exactly, actually, almost identical backstory. Oh, okay. They, they give you the whole, you know, he's been in the Marines, he's been in war. They flashback to that a lot in the, in the graphic novel. I yeah. would just anyone pick that up. If you really like this show, go look for the Punisher Max series. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um... A little bit more story. Uh, the first episode breakdown, I can do it super quick. We are reintroduced to the character after he's hunted all these people. He's grown a beard. He's grown his hair out. He's living on the lamb, but he's just doing his thing. He's working at a construction site. He's not trying to make any friends. People can't think sleep. he can't sleep. He's having really bad nightmares. He keeps picturing himself killing his wife. Um, kids. Oh, sorry. I guess that, but you, you don't find that out right at the beginning. It's someone with a mask who walks in and kills yeah, his wife. Yeah. Right. Um, my girl said uh, from the beginning it was him. Yeah, I was just, I, I thought it knew. was, I thought it was him revisiting the idea of people hunting him. But yeah, I guess mo- some of you guys figured that out really quick, which is good. I mean, they, they did a good job. Um, so yeah, it was a good show. Um, but yeah, that, that was one of those things that I didn't catch on to right away. Uh, but in that episode, you get introduced to this kid. Um, and I like, at first I didn't like that story, mm. the, the, the Donnie and the construction site stuff. Yeah. Um, because I, like I said, I, I, early on, I wanted more of the Punisher being the Punisher. Yeah, so you're like, what's this? Come and on, I, yeah, I was like, I don't want to see this, like, mm-hmm. like kind of a pseudo origin story yeah. of like, he's retired and he's being brought back into the game. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I understood they needed it to set up his introduction to Micro. Did you kind of think that he was going to just teeter around that construction site, like all season long and then no, no. slightly punish people? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because I had a feeling how people would see that. I'm just like, oh, yeah, he has a beard, so he has to build up to shaving off the beard. Yeah. Getting cleaned up. Yeah, yeah. I really thought that what was happening in the first episode was he's going to end up having to save this Donnie kid. And when they have that whole scene where (laughs) Donnie makes a stupid mistake, joins up with the wrong people, uh, and then the Punisher comes along and helps eventually saves the kid, even though he really didn't want to. He did it only because... He did it for his justice, not because he cared about the kid. Yeah, but those guys were like yeah. straight at. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, like, yeah. What makes you think they want to hang out with you? Yeah, D- Donnie was. He was re- a, I don't know. Really ridiculous. He, he, he was. A, he was a tryhard. That's for sure. Yeah, but like, and I, and I honestly thought the story, the way the story was unraveling, I thought he was going to end up being some kind of terrible sidekick. Yes, I agreed. <laughs> but I'm so happy that he just saved him and said, "Screw this, I'm out of here." Exactly. Take the money and leave. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. The way they started the story off, I really thought that this season was going to be the Punisher versus the Nyukis. Mm-hmm. That get that gang. 
exactly. Because I really the way they set it up, you really get the sense that like these guys are going to hunt this kid. He's become friends with him, and then they just flip it on its head, and he handles all of that in one episode. Yep. And then in my head, I was just like, "What the hell happens now?" And then you meet Micro, yeah. and then I was like, "Oh, okay." Who was it played? Like, thank agreed. God, thank goodness, the story changed. It was a nice little reveal. Yeah, with the whole Micro thing, but. I'm yeah. happy Donnie, that whole situation <laughs> kind of went out quickly. Yeah, I liked, um, so I had some notes on, I have a lot of notes actually, <laughs> but one of the things with Micro, the introduction of Micro, I liked the introduction of Micro a lot, um, because Micro as a character is, and uh, the background for Micro is he's not necessarily a good person, mm. uh, but he's also not a bad person, he's just kind of trying to get back to where he was in his life, mm-hmm. and um I do enjoy the fact that him and Frank are not friends. Yeah. Like later on, they start to f- develop a uh, respect for each other uh, and an appreciation for what they do for each other. Mm. But from the get go, I mean, one of the scenes that really made the point of like, I don't actually care about you more than what I need you to do was when he made the sandwich and they're driving the truck together. <laughs> yeah. And that my, oh, yeah. That <laughs> and, and Punisher is just like, I mean, there's a where'd lot of other that? stuff, but yeah, Punisher's like, where'd you get that sandwich? Just like, I made I mean, it. You made me from one? What? Yeah, it's no. just like, where'd you get, like, oh, I made it from stuff in the fridge. And, and he's it, like, I thought you liked that freeze-dried stuff. Yeah, and it, the, <laughs> the idea is just like, I, I don't think about you other than when we're on a mission together. Mm-hmm. And that was subtle, but I thought it was an important point that they made. Oh, that was really it, was, it was strictly business until Michael's family became more part of the picture. Exactly. But then Punisher finds himself kind of getting more attached to them. And yeah. honestly, if we're going to stay on the family topic for a second, I was really worried that he was falling for Michael's wife. I, I thought was, he was going to uh, sleep with her. Really? You guys I, felt, I, straight up, yeah. I never yeah. thought that he was getting closer in that way because he's still tormented by his ex-wife. Mm. Um, I thought, if anything, he missed the family dynamic. He wasn't attracted to her, but he was attracted to, like, he missed Frank Jr. and Liz. Uh, and, you know, you have that foreshadowing scene in episode two where he's talking to his kids about, you know, uh, like, well, first of all, his son's rude because it starts saying all that racist, like, not racist stuff, but just ignorant stuff. Mm. Yeah. And then the daughter is, like, telling the story with the dad, the joke. And one of the things that I liked the most was the difference between nonsense and stupid. Mm-hmm. And how it was important to put that line in place because they showed you his son isn't stupid. His son is just spewing nonsense. Right. Uh, and then that kind of that foreshadowing of like an uh, aggressive dynamic with the son and daughter then comes over when you meet Micro's family. Right, right, yeah. right. I, I guess, yeah, you're right. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, neither. Yeah, that was something that I like that type of stuff, and that's why. For, so to see, that's the thing for me. I never thought he was into her because I just thought he was really into the family dynamic. Like he missed having a family. After we watched, you know what? It, it, maybe you thought that way. You might be the only one that thought that. <laughs> to be honest, because the way it was filmed, their interactions. Like, everything was pointing to her definitely being into him. Oh, don't get me wrong. She mm. was into him. I, Absolutely. A mile away. I just, I never saw him being into her. I saw it as he knew he had to protect. Also, he knew Micro was watching all the time. Other than the hey. first interaction, every other interaction, if you knew, like, late girl's husband is watching you through cameras. 
Absolutely. I, I, I don't there know. was one moment, the moment where she uh, she unhooked the internet because her son was acting up and she wanted to punish him. So he went over with the flowers. Yeah. Michael told him to go over to see if everything was wrong. Yeah. And yeah. watch them anymore. Yeah. Um, so I thought, okay, this is going to be the moment where he does something. Interesting. <laughs> like something's going to go down. But mm. turns out she drinks two glasses of rosé, two mm. glasses of wine. <laughs> yeah. And now she's drunk and, you know, she doesn't have any control over her, like, her actions. It, it was just, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, a little for, it was a little forced. But I love I loved the fact that Micro saw it and went on a bender. Yeah, mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the kids. Dropping his pants in front of Punisher. I did <laughs> yeah. not expect... I didn't think Frank was gonna laugh that one out. I mean, yeah, you're in the, you're in the military, so you've seen a lot of penises. But I mean, I didn't think Frank would I be so chuckly it. about like, that. In his bender, what he said was, "You know, you're not gonna be able to steal my wife away from me that easily, right?" Yeah, and he's, like, like, oh. he's like, he's like, like starts hung like a dog. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, you're sick. Oh. But like, that's one of the things about the the show. Like, there was that small, those very very small moments of levity compared to like the really heavy story. Mm. Oh, even that scene, literally right after they laughed and drink together, turned heavy right away. Yeah. After, after um, Micro had the idea to contact Madani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, if you want to actually explain who Madani is at this point. Uh, we actually have to get to a message super quick, and we'll explain who Madani is right after. So we'll come oh. right back. Don't go anywhere. Geektastic Cypher, CJLO, 1690 AM. Uh, you can't punish the world alone. There you go. <laughs> I have a right to safety. I have a right to education. I have a right to my culture. Kids like me need to know about child rights and earlier age what to do about it. Today, the Canadian Council of Child and Youth Advocates asks you to make every day a day to stand up for children's rights in your life. If you are a young person who needs the help of an advocate, you can also find the advocate for your own province listed on cctya.ca. All right, we're back. So, so Madani is um, a Homeland Security agent who was serving in Afghanistan mm-hmm. and w- be- came upon a case uh, that was uh, a video sent to her by Micro mm-hmm. of um, a, a police officer named Ahmed who was taken down by a group under the name Operation Service. Um Cerberus, sorry, and Cerberus. Cerberus, thank you, thank you. Uh, so she, and this is the thing I was saying to Skinny right before we started that I found really weird. Uh, I don't understand Madani's motivation. Like, I even have a note here. What is Madani's motivation? Is it that she just seeks the truth? Why did she care that much about Ahmed? Like, there's no, there's no, they don't explain the relationship between her and Ahmed. So it really does come to the fact that, like, was she just that, like truthful and honest and pure and good because it's they, what they pretty much what how it came across to me anyway is the fact that she's worked with this guy i don't know how long she was out there for but she he be, pretty much was her partner he was her liaison in afghanistan mm-hmm. and then he disappears and you know his body turns up and she doesn't know how he died she thinks she was probably the reason why she might have gotten him in trouble but, the, attached, but I also you don't get person. that when you're watching the show. Yeah. Well, I thought there was a personal relationship there too, for for whatever reason. But that's never given to us. Exactly. Either. That's the thing. Like what you're saying sounds great, and I, if they had given me that, I would have been happy. Just mentioned it like off. Yeah. You just know. say one time like on, Madonna, he was my partner. Was, yeah. Just because he was your partner. Easy. Yeah. Exactly. Easy. Sam Stein says to her, "I know you worked with the guy." But this is crazy. But nothing. We don't get any of that. She just seems like a dog with a bone who's going really hard yeah, on this. This doesn't seem right. I'm going to go but after she, it. 
She's she's a hothead though. I think that yeah. you kind of you kind of hate her and love her at the same time. But she she's definitely a hothead, and I think she's prideful and she has a lot of ego. So throughout the yeah. episode, throughout the show, you kind of actually see her weaken a little bit. Yeah, she definitely softens. I'm, well, I mean, she gets like almost killed, <laughs> right, and right. she like so many times. Yeah, she goes through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like gets shot at. Like, there's a um, lot of stuff that's like, okay, Madani needs to like soften and break a little bit. Yeah, right. Um, but so Madani is this character. Uh, she's also investigating this case. Um, you find out that Micro, who had the video, uh, and that's the thing. Where did Micro get the original video? Do we find out? Yeah, Gunner. Gunner Henderson sent Gunner, it to him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Gunner Henderson, that episode also. Gunner. Gunner. Uh, there's the episode is titled Gunner. Gunner Henderson is by far one of the best characters mm-hmm. uh, in that one, and he's only there for one episode. Maybe he has, he has a cameo in like another episode. Right. But homie, the, the, one, the one where he quotes the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Homie was on point. Absolutely. Like, that, one of the things I really liked about this is I don't know I'm not I'm not a military man. The trap that went to the oh cr- yeah, yeah, yeah was yeah. that the crotch or leg I don't know uh, guts, go on go yeah on, go uh, on. I'm not a military man I, I don't know much about the military but I will say one of the this show gives you one of the most positive depictions of soldiers you know they're, they're they are dealing with you peace. feel for them in this. yeah yeah you you, you know Curtis uh, Hoyle. Uh, who lo- lost a leg, but one was a corpseman. Got beat up by a little boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty rough. Got no, beat in the face with his own leg. No, boy. And he's like, cr- he's like, and I, I legit, you felt for him in that scene no, where whoop. he says he beat me with my no, own leg. leg. I was like, oh like, man, like, <laughs> I felt a little. Yo. I was crying. I was like, oh no, absolutely. And he said back in the day, you know, I would have broken his yeah. ass. Yeah, and that's the thing. So like, all of them are dealing with their own demons. Except for Billy the Butte, who doesn't seem to care about anything, <laughs> no, but he's cool. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm uh, pretty. You know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, all those interactions—the interaction with like Curtis, with um, Frank, with um, Gunner—all those interactions show you soldiers who uh, like have have withdrawn uh, in a certain way uh, or pulled back in certain ways on the aggression that they were essentially programmed to have. Mm. Um, and then yeah, it, it definitely makes a statement in terms of yeah. that, and you know the PTSD that these guys suffer through, the ones that make it out, and then the ones that they give you an extreme situation. Yeah, and I think, and I think that's what Lewis was. Lewis was the example of someone who hasn't pulled back yet. Right. And and what's good is the comparison between Lewis and Frank, because one of the main things that Lewis was there for, at least I felt, was Lewis's point was to be. You always think you're the hero in your story. Mm. Absolutely. And Lewis really thought what he was doing was right. Mm. And Frank always thinks what he's doing is right. And mm. that was supposed. That's why when he says to Frank at one point, "We're the same," and Frank's like, "You're nothing like me." No, Frank. He's a little bit like you because he really does think what he's doing f- for the right. Like he thinks he he, 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 does. he is justifying these actions, and it's justice for him because th- there's somebody out there taking something away from the people, and he's fighting to give it to them. Right. Whereas Frank's just, you know, killing bad people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Frank's way makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These guys are trying to take our rights. Who are these people? Who are these guys? Yeah. What are you talking about? Whereas Frank's uh, like, these guys kill these people. We're going to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
You got I, a problem I, with that? I wonder. <laughs> I wonder what Lewis's life was before the army, because I think that plays a little bit into who he is afterwards. But we don't really get that much of a backstory on. Only it. backstory we get is that his mom died and that his dad went through depression. Yeah, right. And then his dad offers him those pills, being like, "They gave them to me when I was going through what similar thing. I want you to take them so you can sleep." That's the but only at this point. He's already killed somebody. Yeah, yeah, true. Did he <laughs> kill his dad? Yeah. He... No, he did. That's the thing. What happened to his dad? I even wrote that as a note. Because when they showed the like bag that was bloody, like oh, that wasn't at home. That was at the other guy's. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. I have no clue what happens to his dad. Yeah. The last we see of the dad is he's at the house with him, and then Lewis leaves, and then I guess Lewis ends up on the news, and the dad gets pulled in for questioning. But that's it. Yeah, because hmm. you never see him again. You did, and I mean, I mean, no, it, that's not important to the whole. Development. Exactly, mm. but I, I do, I do think it would have been a little bit of a nice scene to see the dad. At like Lewis's at Lewis's death, or at the like the, at the hotel trying to catch his son, or mm-hmm. just something to close it off because it is a little bit of a weird like the, there was a lot of scenes with Lewis and his father and as the support. I like how they started that episode with the hotel. Yes, because I didn't catch what was going on. In I know, right? I was yeah. like, what? Like, yeah, the flashback style. Yeah, it was a Saturday and, morning. I was like, and the on. different versions of the story. It was a flashback style, but like a surprise on you flashback style. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. this is happening. Again, Punisher with no armor. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is the one episode where you're like, you know what? I'm going to superhero myself. And Micro's like, you sure you want to do this? Yes, justice. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to go down there. No armor. Yeah, and Billy the Butte, just, he's just like telling Billy, keep your men out of my way yeah. and I'll handle it. And then. I'm going to go in there with a handgun. Yeah. <laughs> no mask. I have the gear. I got a van that's really dope. Shouts, yeah. shouts to the van. Yeah. Shouts to them actually doing the Punisher van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, people. He has a van. He has all the... No, handgun, boots. Yeah. Shirt. Yeah, that's all he kind of <laughs> went in with. It's a little... It's very... Blows my and, mind. Back... And did, did you guys buy the brotherhood between him and Billy? Billy Russo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Early on, yeah. I thought Billy was good. It turned out Yo, being dude, a good guy. Yeah, I said to... I said to... Like, Skinny read my note, and he, like, said the same thing. It's just like, they made Billy so charming that even when you find out Billy's a villain... You're still hoping that yeah. Billy like, is yeah, actually yeah, you're whatever. Like, you're like Billy is such a nice guy, and you're just like, is he actually that evil though? Yeah. Well, he's he's someone who obviously is super sure of himself and overconfident. Yeah. But but as soon as he starts to see things unraveling, you can see him kind of peeling back a bit. You know the scene where in episode eleven actually where I was just in. Yeah. Where they went after uh, Punisher and Micro in their lair. Yeah. And Billy's like, I am not going. I'm not putting myself in that situation anymore and exposing myself further you know like so yeah there's definitely like he's aware of <laughs> what he's doing but billy's um, yeah i see because uh, you didn't get to see this last part but billy's mm-hmm. arc like the after that moment he and, and you're right he what he does is he peels back so much so that he just goes crazy yeah and he he he, he goes out and he just starts like it gets to a point where Billy's just killing people. What a bang! Like he, he just he walks through a building, shoots this person in the head, shoots that person in the head. He's dressed for arm for for fight. He goes to Curtis's house. He t- like he he tries to mess with Curtis. He tries to mess with Curtis. P- puts a bullet through C- Curtis's shoulder. Um, and it, like it, there's that show that and and I I kind of wish that the they ended it on episode twelve. And I was telling Skinny that because they could have set it up so that Billy the Butte is another villain because agent orange was kind of like the boss mm. that they take down mm-hmm. and you could have billy the butte be next season 
He, he, yeah, it's true. He was just a puppet master, right? Yeah, but they, yeah. but they, they, for some reason, they decided. Well, we're no, we're gonna tie up the loose ends right now, and they really tie up all of it. Hmm. Like they don't leave. Like they, they barely leave it open for another for another season. They do. I mean, they do, but I mean, it's not like you're not gonna have any connection to this last season. Everything is gonna be new. The, the, the Karen, his interactions with Karen, done. Because she's helped him and done everything. Once again, a character I can't stand. Um, you just hate her because she replaced your boy. Yeah, Ben Ulrich's a great character, and I think it was stupid that they got rid of him for her. Anyways, but Karen, <laughs> Karen the story with Karen done. The story with Madani, she helps him and then tells him, "If I ever see you again, I'll have to, I'll have to hunt you down." Which is super stupid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because she, she had him dead to rights and then lets him go. He saved your life how many times? Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, she didn't even have to say that. It's just like... That was, yeah, that was, come on. Like, you still have a job because of him. Stop it. Yeah, I mean, everything's <laughs> covered up. Everything's taken care of. Because of him. Yeah, th- there was really, like, I... And, like, e- even the CIA is like, oh, this is all done. We are covering you for you. Madani asked us to do it. It's all clear. Love how they brought my homegirl back from, um... Uh, Which one? The, uh, okay... Movie, the show that got canceled after one season that was super good, with Deborah from Dexter in it. Uh, I'm not sure. With the pill that you would take and you would be like super awesome. Toby. Oh, Limitless. Limitless. All right. So the boss from Limitless is. The oh boss yes. From the CIA. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that's they did that one thing about the CIA stuff. All of them were typecast. Like those are all they actors all who. The CIA people. Yeah, like the guy who plays Hernandez is the same guy from Lethal Weapon. Yeah. And he has the exact same role in Lethal Weapon where he's, like, protecting uh, Riggs. And in this one, he's protecting Madani from herself. Oh, that's the same. Oh, yeah. It's exact same, exact same role. <laughs> you might as well have named him the same name and threw him in. And, and you, yeah, you could just tie those worlds together the way they do it. Because he's doing the exact same thing. So I was I was hoping to finish the whole season before bringing this up. But I guess since I did it and we're talking about it, I might as well ask. Yeah. But uh, how did Billy die? He, he doesn't die. Okay, so... He, he gets turned into Jigsaw. I was just about to say. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so in the comic book, Billy Rizzo is Jigsaw. Yeah, his face gets wrecked. Oh, boy. Like, his face gets wrecked in a way that's like, <laughs> yo, I, I don't want it, like... It's crazy. Dude, no, it's... No, it's, that is perfect, because now he's going to come back next... Because they do it, and then you think they're going to stop, and yeah. then he just keeps going. Like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm good my. with that. Yeah. And then they keep going. You're like, like oh, word. Frank, like he, like Billy already has glass embedded in his face on one side, and it's all scratched up. And it's sliced open. It's sliced open Cheek. and everything. And and Frank's just like, no, I'm not done. No, and no, no, po- no, don't ruin that. Let him have. Okay, that. Let that's him have fair. That. Okay, uh-huh. let him have that. Um, but for what I, I'm, uh, I mean, we're already gonna have to jump into Justice League in like two seconds, but it's a good show. Yeah, it, it's one of the better representations of the MCU. It's taking second place for me. Yeah. yeah, what was your same. first? Daredevil season two is my first. Okay, and then this is second for me easily. Toby, I'm gonna go with Daredevil season one, Punisher, and then Daredevil season two. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think I think I'm season two mainly because of Punisher and Daredevil's yeah. interaction. So it's kinda... I, I think one of the things I think I'm on Skinny's side with the the order only because I like the way Daredevil season two is written like a comic book story arc. Four like you, than four than yeah. Four. You have like the Punisher story arc. You have the Hand story arc. Like they, it's like the you know how comic books like trades have like the six issues per. It's like they put a few yeah. trades together and made a really good season. It's and pretty I, much what the Defender should have been. Yes, and remember, I was always scared that there was going to be too much. 
I was just like, oh man, they're gonna do too much in in season two of Daredevil. They managed to do it and not be too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that my was rating best. out of five. I'm gonna give this show a four out of five. Skinny. I'm getting four point five for me. I'm gonna stick with a four. That's pretty good, man. That's a really good score from that's, us. That's an awesome score. Yeah, it's yeah. one of the best. One of the, yeah, yeah, twelve point five. Okay, boys, let's do this. Justice League. For those of you who uh, have uh, been paying attention, um, some comments. <laughs> yeah. Justice League, twenty-seven percent on Rotten Tomato. Really? Is that um, good? I don't know Rotten Tomatoes. No, that's bad. Oh. <laughs> it's just well, it's, it's a regular score on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not like a reverse <laughs> thing. Where no, 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 good. man. Okay. No, it's uh, uh, it's people. You know that scene in uh, Planet. Uh, uh, not not Planet Thor, uh, Thor, uh, Thor <laughs> Ragnarok, Ragnarok yeah. where Korg goes. I mean, there's still a foundation. Mm. Like it, you could still you know build because he's yeah. talking about uh, Asgard. Someone took a picture of like Wonder Woman <laughs> as a movie, and he's just like, you know, just build a good foundation. And then they show how bad the movie's doing, and he's just like, oh no, it's falling apart. It's dead. Oh, <laughs> referring to Justice League as the fa- like. I don't want to say it's left. falling apart, but <laughs> yeah. Um, funny enough for me the only thing that saves a movie is the second post credit scene yeah only only good thing why is that my favorite part of the movie yeah i know so like why (laughs) let's start it off um interesting interesting. so you know what do you guys mind seeing as i feel like i'm the only one on the other side on this one go first Uh, let's actually talk about what we like if anything about the movie yeah yeah sure but like uh, first let's introduce so this is a Justice League movie. We've all been waiting for it uh, ever since we were kids and watched Justice League, the animated series. Yep. We've all wanted to see a live-action version because we always thought it would be an, ama- an amazing thing to see. <laughs> uh, we got to see the team. Um, the movie starts off where the last Batman versus Superman left off, where Superman is dead. You now have Batman, uh, who is investigating uh, unfortunate circumstances of para... What are they called? Para- Parademons. 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 Uh, like, the first scene with Batman is he knows there's a parademon, and he's sets it up because he knows that they like fear uh so parrot so batman you have some wonder woman scene that was pretty cool i didn't really like that scene only because they made wonder woman essentially superman um wonder woman does not have super speed she never did that's not a thing she had she's just really smart and of like tactical she can fly though right she can fly she hasn't done yet yet uh yeah but like that thing where she like the guy shooting a machine gun and she, she could stop every bullet a little too much for me. But in any case, you get a Wonder Woman scene. You, uh, those two, Batman and Wonder Woman, are like, we need to get more people together. Uh, Arthur Curry, Aquaman, not really down with it. He didn't really care until, you know, his he needs to care, which is fine. That's, New 52 Aquaman, as I call him. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, and then we get uh, Barry Allen and Cyborg um, <laughs> and their introduction. Cyborg gets a, not backstory, but just kind of like, more explanation on what you see in Batman versus Superman, where you kind of see that box and how it built his body, and like he—he's he, you find out that he's learning how to control these new power, power abilities. I abilities, should say yeah. abilities. Um, and Barry Allen, you find out you know it's the same story. His dad's accused of murdering his mom, and he wants to free his dad. Right, and that's what, it, that's, I, did, what I did like is they didn't really. You know what? A lot of people are complaining about there's no backstories, but I guess because I'm a fan and I know the stories already. Exactly. I did. I didn't care. Same thing with the Punisher. I didn't really care that much for the backstories. I'm, yeah. I actually like same thing as Spider Man, where it's already established that here are those powers. Yeah. This is how this guy's living with it, and you meet him. Yeah. I mean, I'm a sucker for them still giving you backstory, even because mm. I like that's the point. We know all this stuff. 
But right. the 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 average fan watching Justice League doesn't like, especially a character like Arthur Curry. They don't know anything about Aquaman. Like right. he's the least popular out of all. Of, like everyone knows about Cyborg mm-hmm. because he's on Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go. So there's a generation of kids who watched him growing up, and they know think about of, the Flash. Yeah, and they know about the Flash because of the show now, or you know Justice League when we were younger. But like Aquaman is one of those characters that you just didn't really get. Mm-hmm. You didn't get much of Aquaman, and like Momoa's it, version was great, but you know he's one that could use more backstory. And so what back? What, so here's the thing: what backstory did you want? Because they actually did give us a view of Atlantis, which I thought was beautiful, by the way. And I love yeah. the way they created how they speak underwater. Yeah, yeah, Amber Heard and the kind of like the bubble. Mira, the, yeah, creating the bubble. Mira, I, thought yeah, that was cool. I thought it was cool, but I found it also kind of broken. Yeah, <laughs> and what was broken about it? Well, I mean, you mean to tell me that every okay, time, every time you're gonna have a solid conversation with with the person, you gotta create a bubble. Why live in Atlantis then? Like at, at that point, just live on land. Why am I doing that? I'm, I'm actually not sure how they're gonna approach it in the Aqu- Aquaman movie. Do we know if Arthur Curry at this point is fully like aware of all his abilities? I, we don't know if all I, the other Atlanteans can talk on the water. I don't know yet. That was his first time there. That scene where he gets there is his first time ever being to Atlantis. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's true, eh? So he doesn't necessarily know how to talk on the water yet, I guess, right? Yeah. I mean, Mira, uh, and uh, they kind of changed Mira's backstory, too, because they made it that she was picked up by the queen and raised by her, mm. when in the comic book, Mira's actually from, like, another dimension or something, or from another place, and she was actually sent to attack uh like Arthur Aquaman and then like falls for him. Okay. That's part of her backstory. At least the backstory I know. But uh, Aquaman was cool. I thought he was a nice yeah. refreshing addition to the movie to be honest. I was actually quite yeah. surprised at how much I liked Jason Momoa's uh, like portrayal. Of oh yeah. Aquaman. I thought he was great as Aquaman. Yeah, I like I his version a lot. Fantastic. Um, um and what about the Flash? Uh, do, do you really want us to do you said you wanted to start on positive point so yeah, don't ask us about the flash yet <laughs> that's <laughs> because if i start talking about how much i dislike the flash we're gonna have like a, we're never It'll gonna roll. Fin- yeah do that. what else did you guys like so <laughs> uh ugh, that's that's about it <laughs> no, i no, i i i did uh no man honestly everything i'm thinking is just like i didn't like okay. i liked i like the fight i like the fight scenes Okay, I like the I'll action. Jump into that. I like the fight scenes when Steppenwolf goes to uh, Themyscira. Yes, and honestly, the Amazons. Oh, they, we need a whole movie of just them. Of course, like their teamwork, yeah. the way they fight, the just we, what they stand. We need a second Wonder Woman movie set yeah. now. That's one hundred percent agree. Absolutely, and they just like every like as soon as that scene came on, I was like, "Why is it this the whole movie?" Yeah, like, <laughs> um, the scene where they're playing keep away with the mother box. Yes, you know uh, from Steppenwolf, I thought was fantastic. Putting the arrow into it and shooting it off, ah, oh, that was uh, yeah, that was really smart. I like the tactical stuff from them. She's because I didn't understand what she was doing at first. I'm like, "Why are you roping it? Wait, why are you tying it to an arrow?" Oh, I get what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I thought everyone, though everyone's just willing to die for the car. Yeah, yeah, oh, which God. was cool. One thing I I thought was a little ridiculous though is this guy can leap like further than anyone and you shoot the arrow like twenty yards. And, yeah. And this dude this dude already leaped like half the island in one jump and I was just like, 
Where are you going? You know he's gonna catch you. They were they weren't really aware of how yeah. <laughs> what yeah. they're dealing with. He's um, like, I'm trying. Spike though was a flashback in the history they gave us on the mother boxes, and we get to see all these different versions of humanity coming together yes! and fighting. We even see a and Green Lantern. The first Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Yeah, and we see the ring. Yeah. He dies coming off and flying around Steppenwolf. I thought that was amazing. I was like, Yeah. Yes. That was really cool. We'll probably get to see a Green Lantern movie, maybe if this one does well, or they don't can everything. Well, they're supposed to be doing a Green Lantern core. Right. They're supposed to be doing that. I don't know how soon or what we're gonna get from that, but that's that's on the list. That so uh, I'm I'm I I'm excited for the potential of that because let me Green Lantern uh, Green way. Lantern core July twenty fourth twenty twenty. By was, the way, guys. Yeah. Um, did you guys see the guy with thunder, like lightning powers? Yeah, that was Zeus. That, that was Zeus, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, is this like an old version of Shazam? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I, I When I was watching it, I was trying to figure out which god was which. Because that shot where they show all of them together at the end, and they show you these like huge people in the background, those were the mm-hmm. gods. And I was like, oh, okay, so the gods, the Green Lantern, Man, Atlantis, and the Amazons. And the Amazons. Oh, by the way, super subtle... Uh, drop that uh, Aquaman made when he's talking to Wonder Woman and says, uh, "I was in a re- the war between Atlantis and Theramis- uh, and the Amazons was before my time." Did you guys even notice that? I didn't even catch yeah, because he was sure he was hitting on her. Yeah, when he's hitting on her and he, you find out he's sitting on the the lasso of uh-huh. truth. He says, yeah. "Like you're a warrior, you're gorgeous." He starts saying all this stuff, and then he mentions, "Like I wasn't around when the, the the war between the Atlantis and the Amazons happened." And I'm like, "Oh, we're just gonna drop that? Like that's a thing? <laughs> that's, that's that's interesting." Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, unless they're alluding to like, well, did, did, that, did that actually happen in the comics? Or in the comic book, it does happen. In the Didn't comic that only book, happen in, at Flashpoint. In Flashpoint, it it gets out of hand. Oh. But it there is. Uh, oh, actually, maybe you're right. I mean, yeah. maybe I am thinking so Flashpoint. If, if, yeah, that's not good then. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, but um, so can we talk about what we don't like now? Because uh, oh boy. Uh, well, actually, Toby, you tell us more of what you liked. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. I know. Here's the thing. I'm not actually going to go into the Flash, and that'll lead us into what you guys don't like. But I actually liked this version of the Flash way more than I thought I would have going in. When I saw the previews and the trailers, and how he looked, and the costume, and the way, just the scenes that were shown in the trailer, I was like, oh my god, this is going to be a disaster. And I found myself actually laughing at the things he was saying and doing, especially. The scene where Superman, spoiler alert, comes in and everyone, you know, he doesn't remember who he is. You know, it's the whole last yeah, thing where you're confused, right? Yeah. Everyone trying to fight him. And then the Flash thinking, oh, I'm super fast. I'm just going to go around and, you know, maybe push him because he doesn't really know how to fight. And you actually see Superman's eye yeah. following the Flash. And then as the Flash is running around Superman, he's looking at Superman, looking at him. And he's like, holy crap. Yeah. He can actually see me right now. And Superman hits it. I thought that was beautiful. I was like, wow, that's honestly what a great way to show, like, how, you know, evenly matched they are speed-wise anyway. Um, and th- I, thought he was, I thought he was funny. I, I don't know what you guys didn't like, but I'd love to hear it. So, for me, that scene, let's let's go back to that scene first. For me, that scene bugged me because, and I, I, I even said in the theater, Superman is not that fast. Superman <laughs> is not as fast as The Flash. It's but been established. The how, fast the Flash, how fast was the Flash? Sorry to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. How fast do you think the Flash is going? Normally, he's probably going fast, but he's not going because he's fast for everyone else. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, no, I get, I get what you're saying. He doesn't know how fast Superman is, so he doesn't have to put in his full speed. I get right. that. And then once he he realized Superman can catch up, he w- he went faster because then Superman tried to punch him and he dodged every single punch. Right. And that made me happy because I was like, okay, thank God, because I thought they were about to imply that Superman is as fast as the Flash. The second time that they do that ish, where they're about to imply he's as fast, is when they're when they're both um, R- racing in the first post credit scene. No, not that one. The the scene where Batman's like. Uh, people. Barry's saving people. He's just like he's not. There's not enough time, and uh-huh. Superman zooms off, catches up to him, and goes. What does he say? Slow, like uh, slow poke or something? Yeah, to him? something like that. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, challenge accepted. And then like they, he's like, I'll take the right, you take the left. And then Barry only saves like one truck while Superman is saving a building. But the idea that Which once, I thought was funny. Yeah, th- those things, those interactions are funny. But once again, Superman not as fast as the Flash. Why was it that they kept trying to make it seem so? We know he's not. It just, that drove me nuts. I think they were just trying to give us a really good hero's return on Superman. Yeah. You know, kind of make him seem, you know, almighty as usual. And honestly, why is it that Henry Cavill, I I feel so sorry for this guy. But every time, he does better in cameos than he does in his own. (laughs) In his own movies? Yeah. We, We get actual Superman everywhere else but his own movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sucks. Yeah, they tried to make him too dark in his own movie. And, and I, At least, I don't know what Skinny didn't like, because I know he didn't like the Blue Lightning. Oh, I mean, I'm not done talking about what I didn't like. Let's go. Uh, Barry was not funny. I mean, hmm. I was explaining to Skinny, because Cyborg is usually the comedic relief, but they couldn't use him as a comedic relief because of his circumstances, they were like, well, who do we make the funny one and put, like... Throw in the like the levity and jokes and scenes. Oh, let's just give it to Barry. And it's just like no, you can't just give it to Barry because Barry doesn't. Dude, in my theater, every time he made a joke, crickets, no reaction whatsoever. Wow. It was midnight on a Saturday. There was only six people in the theater, so for you, yeah. So there wasn't. You know. For me, I had a pretty packed, not packed, but I had a lot of people in my theater. And, like, I think only one joke got reaction out of people. Every other joke that he made, nothing. No reaction, oh. no, like, <laughs> no chuckle. It was, And anytime I laughed, I was laughing at the fact that the jokes were falling so dead. It's like when you watch a comedian <laughs> fail. <laughs> I was laughing at the fact that the crowd My wasn't... Li- Yo, you're mean, man. <laughs> no, but I mean, the whole time I'm watching this movie, every time he told a joke and the crowd around me didn't react, I was like, oh, man, that's rough. <laughs> like, It's like, these are falling so flat. Um, the blue lightning, I was like, well, I, yes, I'd prefer the yellow, but for, if they want to go blue to differentiate him from the TV show, which is, I'm, I'm sure what they were trying to do. No, no, they already made him autistic. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <it's> okay. <laughs> Skinny keeps saying he's on the spectrum. He's straight up on the spectrum. Um... Yeah, they made him really awkward. They made the character awkward in a way that he's never been. I've read I, for as long as I've read the comic book, Barry Allen has never been this awkward, idiotic, like. So it wasn't just it was a mixture of like three different flashes. I, I didn't think he was def- he wasn't Barry Allen personality. No, no, That's, he, he just had but the he name. He wasn't Wally either or no, Bart. Yeah. He just had the name, and they just, you know, he had the name because he's the Flash, and they yeah. want to know who the Flash is, but at the end of the day, like, this is a different take on him that I thoroughly enjoyed. I thought he was funny. People in my theater were laughing, so I don't know which theaters you guys went to where everybody's just... I guess Montreal... No, we went to a theater where there was not many people. It's not even about the theater so much as that, okay, this Barry would have worked 
if the Flash season one just came out. You're yeah. not going to have four seasons of the Flash where myself and many other people who have learned about the Flash through the television show, yeah. thank you, are going to give me this idiotic, complete left side version of him yeah. in which he's no nah, come on man like he's not gonna name the speed force he doesn't he's too did, often did he like the fact that he makes fun of himself like no. i normally just run and push people i don't know how to fight like, no because the flash knows how to fight yeah he's too off brand <laughs> he was too off brand for what the flash is supposed to be and that's what bo- bothered me you get the flash it. plastic man's personality guy yeah come on interesting yeah. super cowardly I that, though i get that yeah, like there's like, like I like the fact that he gets his bravery as he as the story goes on, like mm. when you know, he, like Batman's just like just save one and you'll know what to do. And I like that he saves one and he realizes, okay, I just got to keep doing this. I guess it's just save one, save one more, save one more. And then him and Cyborg are kind of having those interactions. Mm-hmm. You know, there's jokes about pe- people were saying that they they want to give them a movie together, like a buddy cop story. Um, and they kind of were building that relationship where, you know, they both referenced themselves as the accidents mm-hmm. when they were digging up Superman's grave, mm-hmm, which, which was dark. creepy as hell. Um, Sacrilegious. Yeah, there was some... Even it, the, and even the Flash was like, you know, I could do this faster, but I feel really weird doing this. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. But that's the thing. They always tried to make him jokey. The, the, oh, here, the perfect example for what drove me crazy. The scene where everyone disappears off the roof when they're talking to Jim Gordon, and the Flash is just standing there. <laughs> and he's like, oh, they just disappeared? Yeah, he's just like, that's rude. And then he dis- I'm like, why did you do that? Like, wh- what? What? It, why did we need that scene... Like, ah, was it for, for us to laugh? Because I didn't laugh. I was just like, I don't get it. Why? Why'd you stay? Like, man, you guys are being forget why'd you stay. Theory. Why they leave in the first place? That's a Batman <laughs> thing. So what you mean Batman's like, hey guys, nudging their shoulders. Hey, this is usually when I just disappear on them. Yeah, like, gonna, and all of six of you gonna do it? No one's gonna hear <laughs> Cyborg's feet clinking <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> Can it be my turn? Yeah, go ahead, go uh, ahead, man. Hit him. Uh, Oh, man, I'm going to do this in point for him because there's a lot of stuff. Why is Batman smiling like a fangirl? <laughs> right? This is not I think like... Batman was the weakest link here, but anyway, go ahead. Batman could be happy that he's back, but you're not smiling like a fangirl. Stop it. No. Okay. Yeah, when well, Superman returns. Why is Batman's gear on a do- in a dojo? Or like that room where he has his suit on this, like, you know, yeah. how, like samurais put their armor on like a yeah, show. Yeah. He has his bat suit on that, but it's in like this dojo room that's like colored yeah, there's all like- shiny. <laughs> what you, what's going on here, man? <laughs> Where's your Batcave? Yeah. Stop this. Wrong. Um, <laughs> I, I explained this to you, uh, Brian, but at one point, Cyborg, yes, he's in a sweatsuit. We get it. He's trying to hide himself. <laughs> Great. But then in one scene, he has his Cyborg feet out of the sweatpants, and then the very next scene or a scene 15 minutes later where they're all regrouped after fighting Steppenwolf the first time, yeah. my dude's wearing sneakers. <laughs> really, guys? <laughs> really? This so, is what I mean, I don't know how you caught that, but... This is what we're doing. I know, now. right? I he... caught that because I was bored. <laughs> That's how I caught that, all right? No. That's how I caught that. Oh, damn. Oh, man. All right. So, The Flash, we already talked about The Flash. I'm not even going to go too much more into The Flash except for, oh, I'm hoping to be a forensic scientist one. No, you're supposed to already be a forensic scientist. They did the whole father in prison thing. Stay away from me, Barry. I get it. Fine. Good. You run like a goof. Oh, man. The way he ran you, drove me nuts. Not only do you run like a goof, but the Flash, you don't position yourself like Spider-Man slash Power Ranger and then take off. No. Yeah. 
You don't oh, need to. We, we laughed at how he. You don't need to. Like skating. It was weird. You don't need to build up momentum to go. You just go, go, yeah. Barry, go. That's what you do. Yeah. Also, as I predicted, when he does anything, lightning hits everything randomly. Yeah. That's dangerous and yeah. stupid. Yeah. Not cool. I know you guys are just going for effects to make it look cool, but sorry, guys. No. Yeah, he didn't seem to have control over the speed force. Like, at, he didn't seem to understand the speed force yet. Yeah, but he also, he also actually mentioned that he named it the Speed Force. Yeah, that's a that well, Skinny already. Yeah, mm-hmm. Skinny's face was the first time he mentioned that to me. He was just like, "What is this?" Like, no, you're yeah. not naming the Speed Force. Oh, what is it? You got hit by lightning? No, if you were a smart enough kid, you were supposed to be in a laboratory, and then the lightning hit you as yeah. you were doing something. You didn't just get hit by lightning. No. Yeah, because I, I mean, he even says it. There's more to it than that. Like that's a over, that's an oversimplification of my powers. But it's just like, yeah. But the way you're so, from what we understand, Barry is not uh, doesn't work in a lab yet. No, he seems to just be a kid. Yep. Yeah. His 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 dad's being been accused. His mom's dead. Yep. What is the context that puts him in a lab where he's struck by lightning and the chemicals? Mm-mm. We don't know. I, we'll I, find out. We might hey. find out, but. The, the the way he describes it and the context they put the character in, it doesn't fit with the origin story. And one of the things we said, and we said this for Thor Ragnarok when we did the episode, is before you guys start to branch off and tell new stories, give us the original stories done properly and we'll accept new versions because we'll trust you. Can you. do that. Exactly. But why? Why do you want the original? That's why. Because remember, because it makes sense. We, you and I, <laughs> we know all these stories, but the fans don't. And People you... out there don't know this stuff yet. So just do that story one time properly, and then you can venture off. Because you throw them into this new stuff that's not really well thought out, then people exactly. are going to not like the character, and then they're going to drop them all together. And that's what'll happen. Cause... And and I feel and I feel that's what happened with. Barry, like honestly, the weakest link in this in the movie for me was Barry, and it, it really bothered me because the Flash is one of my favorite characters. Like I did a university presentation on the Flash. That's hilarious and great. Like I got an A plus presenting about the Flash because I did the entire backstory of him, the Dwayne family, everything, and I got an A plus. The professor's like, "Wow, you really know your stuff about this character." So for me, watching that movie and seeing this is how we finally get the big screen version of the Flash. This kind of awkward kid who the context of how he gets his powers already doesn't make sense his his energy his story his awkwardness all things that took away from the character that i really appreciate man i feel like this movie was called flashpoint paradox for some reason because all we're doing about (laughs) is talking about no because i'm going to steppenwolf i mean yeah yeah i like step let's kind of get into the villain real quick all right steppenwolf he as everyone said he was completely cgi'd sure i'm not really harping about that it's like um, the Hulk. So he's supposed to be a world destroyer. Um, he had an axe that was blazing <laughs> with fire. Okay, so if I got Batman v Superman, where Doomsday was really beating people and people were getting quite, quite killed, right? Yeah. I mean, we didn't touch it up, but they didn't have to make it so super G. If you have an axe, I want to see you axing some stuff. Don't be just clobbering people. It's not clobbering time. Yeah. Axe some people. <laughs> yeah. You are swinging it on Amazons, humans, everyone. Cut a limb, buddy. Yeah, Do cut something. somebody in half. <laughs> What's yeah, going I, on? To, to me, the villain was very forgettable as usual. Whenever they fully CGI these villains, it's just never anything momental, uh, moment, uh, monumental, I should say. Yeah. never. It doesn't really stick out. Uh, he's very forgettable. Matter of fact, they could have been fighting just parademons the whole movie. And yeah. Steppenwolf wasn't really... I mean, what, how did he die at the end? Because he got afraid for a second. Cause super- <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
He dies because of his own fear and his parademons attack him and kill him. Or we don't see him kill him, but, you know. You know, and and also another thing, one thing I didn't like also is the boom tube coming straight down versus them walking out of the boom tube. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah, Aside from that, I thought the weakest link, and you guys might not agree with me here, but Batman, this movie was the weakest link. Hmm. Um, and and I, it almost feels like it, it was intentional because he serves little purpose in this movie aside from like being the architect and bringing the team together. Yeah. Beyond that, he's like very useless in a fight, which is understandable. Yeah. He's the only Aquaman even calls power. him out for it. Yeah. Right. He has no power. Um, but it's still kind of sad for me anyway to watch like Wonder Woman and the rest of the team like kicking butt while Superman, Batman just stands in the corner shooting lasers at parody. <laughs> <laughs> you know? so I, pew, pew, pew. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I can see why Ben Affleck is probably like, ah, I don't know if I want to play this character. Yeah, yeah. That's why he's bowing out. He's just like, I'm good. Um, I, I get it. You know, it definitely wasn't a perfect movie. Yeah. I kind of wish they waited a little bit and fleshed out each character. Kind of like Marvel have their own individual story and yeah. bring them together. We already kind of get a team that already is together. Yeah. Um, which... I find is probably why a lot of people don't even like it because it's actually why people are complaining about no backstory. Yeah, it's of like, course. How are these people already so good in battle together? Um, yeah, they don't like it takes forever to build a team dynamic, the team chemistry. right? Yeah, and then in this movie, they're working perfectly together. Barry sees Wonder Woman's sword falling. He knows exactly where to be to tap it to hand it back to her. Like all all that kind of perfect chemistry, perfect connection, flowing, reading the situation thing that takes time to build as a team. They gloss over it because it, DC just wanted to jump ahead. I kind of want to see. It could take you off the movie a bit. Yeah, I want to see the director's cut. All the things I got cut, I would like to see that. Mm. Right, because this is a three-hour movie that got cut down to two hours, whereas Batman vs. Superman was a two-hour movie that got lengthened to three hours. Oh, It should have been the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, For me, the weakest point, I've already said, Barry, um... The only other weaker point, and something we already said, there's not enough backstory. They they're rushing everything. Um, like if if for me, what I would have liked were more battle scenes on the scale of like Steph, like more maybe more of that Stephen Wolf fighting that whole army. Mm. That scene was good. That was mm. a good shot. You got a lot of characters. You fear him more. Yeah, you fear him. Yeah, like you said, he's a world. Like conqueror, yeah, and destroyer. You're not thinking fu- like all those people took it to beat st- like God, Zeus, yeah, and a bunch of yeah. people took it to fight, and then Superman's gonna come back, punch him in the face, and gonna start bleeding yeah. purple and be like, they, they did kind of set it up where he came down to Earth and is like, mm, we're Kryptonian. Yeah, and also they made him a coward because Wonder Woman even says, "Is this really what you do now? You hide like you're hiding yeah. out?" Because Superman wasn't even around, so who are you hiding from? Yeah, like who? Like no, but legit, <laughs> who, what were you afraid of? You knew Superman wasn't around. Wonder Woman, Aquaman were the only two who could actually hit you. Flash never got near you because there's nothing he could do mm. <laughs> uh, other than hit you with lightning if he tried. Cyborg can kind of punch you, but. At the same time, he's from the... He, his, Cyborg the, wasn't shooting him enough. No, yeah. Sh- Cyborg, like, shoots and you're like, ah, but you got <laughs> right back up. I mean, you, the real only person you w- should have been afraid of was Wonder Woman and Aquaman, who you could handle. So what yeah. were you afraid of? Because Superman wasn't back yet. So why were you hiding? That, yeah. And that's the thing. Motivations like that were... like that, And uh, like I said, um, for me, the writing was the issue. 
the awkwardness. You can, you can definitely tell it was two two writers just mashed together. Obviously, with the whole Zach yeah. dropping out and well, we didn't got a writing credit in the end, not a directing yeah. credit, but got a writing credit. Writing so, credit, right? And from what I understand, we didn't did redid parts of the ending, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I could see that the post credits and everything as we didn't read yeah. all over. Man, okay, so we only have one minute left. Post credit scene though, that second one That's where part of your movie. Just, yeah, for me, Lex Luthor and uh, Deathstroke looks Death? really oh. good. Yeah, Slade, uh, Joe, what's his name? The Joe Mag, Hello. huh? Manganiello. Manganiello. Yeah, as as Slade, dope. Awesome. Yeah. Dope yeah. AF. Yeah, no, he looks good. He looks the part. They topped the arrow suit very nicely, but took yeah. cues from it. Yeah, they took yeah. definite cues from it, and then yeah, no. I mean, I don't know what movie they're setting for up though. Man Five people two? fighting him? No. Like, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. At this point, we, can, we don't even know what's going to happen since the movie didn't really isn't yeah. doing well. It might True. turn around and give Slade superpowers for a movie. And <laughs> he'll just be have to be fought by them. Uh, guys. I, w- I would rate this yeah. 6.5 on 10. Oh, why are we doing on 10? <laughs> oh, you're right. You know what? <laughs> 2.75. <laughs> Skinny, what do you want? This is getting like a 1. <laughs> Damn! Uh, I'm giving it a 1.5 on 5. There you go. Uh, That's the end of the show. We're going to be at Retro Expo at the uh, Delta Hotel.